before I start, I just want to say thank you to Pastor. Um, before, uh, I'd just like to say thank you to the church. Um, I know there's many faces that were not here when I first came, but I was a different cat. I was a different cat, but God works in many ways, and um, slowly but surely, God changed me. I'm not there yet. But I'm no longer the same person I used to be. And that's all God's work. And I just like to say thank you for, you know, those that taught me, spent their time uh, when I had struggles, were there for me just to, just to embrace me and um, to comfort me. You know, when I needed things, it provided for me. So I'm so grateful. And um, I may not, you know, I don't have a whole, whole t- a lot of time to call people's names, but you know who you are, and and I pray that God will bless you. Praise God. And uh, I'd just like to say thank you to Pastor and Sister Cat and their family, you know, uh, and this applies not only to them, but, you know, um, a lot of people have given me a lot of advice, and um, advised me, gave me a lot of guidance, and uh, that was very, very, that was very, very good to me. Uh, but also, um, what really st- stuck out for me is, you know, their actions, their character, spake louder than words, and that's what I watched, and and just looking at that, watching that, um, you know, I knew that these people are godly people. And that that was what I looked at, and that encouraged me a lot. So um, I'm just going to stop there before I start crying, and people are going to join in, and we don't want that right now. So um, so let's open the Word of God. Let's go to John chapter 4. We're going to read from verse uh, 22. there say amen the bible says ye worship ye know not what we know what we worship for salvation is of the jews but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So this morning, I just want to talk to you from this subject. Deliverance through worship. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we are so grateful, God, to be in your presence. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would speak to your people. God, we pray, Lord Jesus. God, that, Lord, you would anoint the hearts and the minds of your people. God, to receive this word. And Lord Jesus, to take action this morning, Father God, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Our cultures influence the way we worship, our families, friends, and all our social surroundings. They all play a big part in the way which we worship. The statement that says, 
we are a product of our environment, it's very true. I used to work with a man who believed that church should not be loud. It should be a place of silence. And I'm just repeating what this man said to me. In his exact words, he said, I don't like it when it's too loud. I like it when it's quiet and I think it's disturbing when people sing or shout too much or make loud noises. I don't remember what church he said he attended, but I sure do hope he read from the Bible. Because the same Bible that I read from, it's full of people that worship God. That were so expressive. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our personalities also play a big part in the way we worship. And because of that, we do not usually give everything we feel like we could have given. Please don't misunderstand me when I say this. I come from Congo and what I know about Congolese people and being around them, Congolese people love music. They love to dance. Praise God. And being a born-again believer, I've always tried to find the balance between what is church-appropriate and what is not. And because of that, I went to one extreme. And uh, coming into the church service and leaving church service, sometimes I felt like I didn't give, you know, everything I could have given. So instead, at the end of the service, you know, I always had this guilt, you know, I always felt like, man, power of God was so, so powerful in the service. I felt like I could have given more. See, you may say, well, Brother Moses, I'm very shy, you know. I like, it, I like to keep it to myself. I don't like being too extra in front of people, you know. Um, you know, I don't like to shout and, and do all that stuff that I see people do. Well, Jesus could have said the same thing when he came to Calvary. He could have said, you know, I'm shy of going down there. You may say, oh, Brother Moses, you don't understand how long my, it takes to get my hair done in the morning. You know? You know how it's like with apostolic hair, you know? You got to do all this stuff to it. You don't understand what it's like. You know? And uh, you know, for men, you know... May have a nice jacket on, you're like, man, you know, my wife bought this for me. I don't want to get all sweaty and, and stuff like that. But I want to tell you, there was a woman in the Bible who knew who she was worshiping. She went to the feet of Jesus and she poured oil at his feet and wiped him with her own hair. The reason why she did that because she understand she understood who she was worshiping. And when you understand the God that you serve and the God that you worship, you don't care about someone else's opinion. You don't care who's sitting next to you and what they're saying because you know who you're worshiping. Praise God. What Jesus is about to do in this place. And you will miss out if you're too conscious of your surroundings. 
If you let your personality always say, oh, because I'm a shy person, uh, it's my first time, you know, I, I, I'm not used to this type of worship. Praise God. You're going to miss out on what God is about to do. Hallelujah. God is not a respecter of persons. Praise God. He said, if you don't worship me, the rocks will get up and they will worship me. Praise God. And I don't, I, I refuse to believe that a rock can out worship me. I, I refuse to believe that. Praise God. The apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and he says, uh, verse 15, he says, what is it then? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. I think that a lack of understanding of the power of worship is a big contributing factor to the way which we worship. There is so much power in worship. And I believe that a lack of it sometimes robs us of our victory. Praise God. You and I must be very honest with ourselves. Every time the Spirit of God moves in the service and you walk out of here, and you feel like you could have given more. You need to do something about that. You have to do something about that. I know that, I know that sometimes it's very hard and we have problems and we have burdens that we carry with us, you know, and we feel so sorry for ourselves. We come into the presence of God and there's so much going on in our minds and we are worshiping. But our minds are thinking about the vacuum cleaner and the stove that we left on at home. And there's so much going on. But we have to find the way to be present when we are in the presence of God. We have to find the way to be present in the presence of God. I remember... And I shared some of this with Pastor. This was a long time ago, but I remember one morning I was praying, and and as I was praying, and and God showed me a vision, and and in this vision, I saw people walking, walking in the church, and and they were bound with chains by the feet, by the hands. And it felt like, you know, just walking into this building and I began to weep and asking God, what does this mean? And, and, um, and it was so specific. As I was praying and, and God began to deal with me and gave me this message. You see, we may be have so many things going on in our lives. We may have so many problems happening that are beyond our control. Praise God. But I can tell you today, the Bible lets us know there was a man who was possessed by legion. A man was possessed by, I don't know, they say that it was about five to 6,000 devils in him. And Jesus came to this man. And this man recognized who was coming to him. The 6,000 devils that was in him could not hold him back from going to worship Jesus. 
They couldn't hold him back. And so today, I want to tell someone today, it doesn't matter what you're going through, what problems you are facing. But God wants you to know that you can worship. You can lift him up. You can glorify him. You can cry out to him. Praise God. And God will hear your prayers. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. No matter what you have gone through or how bound you may be by the enemy, the situations in your life, no one and nothing can stop you from worshiping God. Second Samuel chapter 6, verse 16. We have to understand first from this verse, you have to understand the Ark of the Covenant was the centerpiece of Israel. Every time the Ark of the Covenant was no longer with Israel, Israel was a weak link. They will always get defeated by the enemy. They will always get defeated by the enemy. So here we have a picture of David now. David now, he's the king and they've conquered every place that they could conquer. And now they have the Ark of the Covenant returning back to Israel. And David is worshipping and his wife looking through the window you know, I don't know what kind of house they live in, but she's looking through the window and she's watching. She sees David worshiping and just dancing. When you read in the Bible, the Bible says that David worshipped until his garments ripped apart. You have to understand, I'm sure you've all read all the stories about David and what he went through. And his wife, she despised him, the Bible says. She despised him. She's, you know, in 2020, uh, 2021 words, she was embarrassed. I can't believe I'm married to this maniac. I'm telling you, David knew the God he served. And David did not just worship in public, but David was a worshiper in his private times. David used to be used to dance and, and do all this stuff before he even became a king. Now, on the other hand of Michael, who's um, David's wife, Saul's daughter, maybe she was brought up in a household where she never saw her dad worship. So now she's married to a worshiper. It's all foreign to her. I'm not a married man. I'm not, you know... One day I know I will get married, but I want to set an example in my own life, in my family. I want to dance and I want to shout so that when my children watch me, they know, I want them to know that my daddy was a worshiper. I want them to know that my daddy was a worshiper. I don't want to set that example for them. Praise God. I want to, I want to let them know that when you get in the presence of God, it's okay to dance. It's okay to shout and worship. Praise God. Praise God. And I want to tell you today, if you would just worship God and just forget about your problems and just glorify Him, God is saying to you, you're going to get your deliverance through worship. If you would just step out by faith and not worry about what surrounds you and what's the things that you're going through, God will do a work. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
David's demonstrative style of worship was known both in heaven and in hell. In his former years, David David was not ashamed to let go. and He was not ashamed to let go of himself and just worship God. This also translated in his public ministry. David was still that same shepherd boy, even when he was old. Praise God. Joshua chapter 6 verse 5. The Bible says, And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast, when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, and all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Here is the nation of Israel on the brink of entering Jericho and taking it just as God promised them. They had spent years fighting against their enemies in the wilderness and they were fearsome. The army was so great and they had a great military leader in Joshua. Here they are, maybe thinking that they are going to come up with a way to get in and fight, but God changed everything. So this time instead of breaking into the city and fighting their way in, they went in with a shout. They cried the name of the Lord and worship. Praise God. God gave them victory through worship. The most important thing to remember about this victory is that they obeyed God's instructions, which he gave to Joshua. Israel can be related to spiritual warfare. An important part which we sometimes overlook when it comes to spiritual warfare is worship. When Israel was worshipping, something was happening to the enemy. And by the time the walls had fallen, the enemy was already defeated. See, when you forget about your problems and just worship, you don't understand what happens on the other side. Praise God. The enemy's defenses begin to weaken. Walls begin to fall down and chains begin to fall. Praise God. And so when you begin to worship, praise God. Something happens on the other side in the spirit realm. Praise God. Everything that's held you bound, if you're feeling depressed, discouraged, bound by all these kind of things, when you just worship God, something happens on the other side. And I've come to encourage someone today, praise God. Don't let your problems rob your victory away from you. But if you would just make up your mind, when you come into this place and just decide that I'm going to worship, I'm going to glorify God, I'm going to praise Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And at midnight, praise God. And Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. Praise God. And it says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened, and everyone, everyone's band, bands were loosed. When God showed me that vision, it all made sense to me because 
Sometimes when we come into this place and the service is going on, it's as though we are physically bound. It's as though we are bound by our hands. We sang this morning, Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Praise God. My chains are gone. I've been set free. Praise God. You see, Paul and Silas were physically bound. They had physical chains on them. And we come in this place sometimes, it's as if we are bound physically. Praise God. But the Bible says at midnight, praise God, they decided to do something different. Praise God. They decided to worship. They decided to praise. Praise God. They decided to shout in the middle of the night. Do we do that sometimes? And I want to remind you this morning, praise God. If you would just worship, if you would just glorify God, you don't, you don't understand what God will do for you. Just worship and glorify Him. You don't understand what will happen on the other side. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's just worship Him this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we worship you, Jesus. Come on, somebody, why don't you worship God? Why don't you stand up on your feet and just lift him up? Glorify him this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. You may have prayed. You may have fasted and done all you know to do. But God is saying to someone today, you need to take a different approach this morning. You need to worship like never before. You need to dance. You, you need to do more than you've done before. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. God is saying in these last days, I need worshipers. I need people that worship me in spirit and in truth. I need people, hallelujah, that will stand and glorify me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, I don't mean to embarrass anyone. But if I give to, I give this mic to Sister Linda, I'm sure she will preach the rest of my, my message. There's been so many times when the worship service has gone on. Praise God, Sister Linda's come in the service with pain in her shoulder. Sometimes not feeling like doing anything. But as she lifted up her hands, God touched her and healed her. Because she forgot about the pain in her body. She forgot about her problems and just stepped out by faith. And worshiped him. And God touched her body. And I want to remind someone today. Hallelujah. If you would just worship. If you would just glorify him. God will heal you today. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Jesus. Hallelujah. If the musicians can get ready. Hallelujah. In the, this morning. We're going to have a different type of altar call. This morning we're going to worship. Hallelujah. This morning we're going to worship. Hallelujah. We're going to dance and we're going to shout. We're going to sing praises unto God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. 
one last one last thing before I, one last thing before I finish. I want to share a testimony with you. I'm still here. I'm not in a mental hospital, so I don't think I'm crazy. But some of you may think I'm a crazy person when I share this story. I remember a few years ago when I was still working in the lands uh, gardening, and um, I was I was fasting on this particular day, and I was very exhausted. And I came to church to pray, to break my fast, and I was very exhausted. It was very hot that day. So I came in, I was by myself, and I was kneeling right at that, right over there. And I went on my knees and I started praying. And in just like 10 seconds, I almost fell asleep. And I started saying, God, I can't do it. I can't finish this in my own strength. I need you to help me. I need you to help me. And I heard, and, I, and God spoke to me and told me, lift up your hands and worship me. And I got up and I started worshiping him. Started saying, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I worship you. And I, I'm, you may think this is crazy. I was by myself. There was no one in this place. As I was standing right there, I felt a hand that just came right on my shoulder. And I turned around, who's there? I got scared. There was no one there. I felt a physical hand touch me on my shoulder. For five minutes, I was, I was trying to process what just happened. But you may not believe this, but I felt, I know something divine attached me because what I felt in my body, it's as though I never went to work. It's as though something new came through me and God touched me and gave me new strength and I felt it in my body. Praise God. And I want to tell you today, God is saying if you would just worship Him, if you would just forsake all your problems, God is going to touch you tonight, this morning. God is going to deliver you from whatever you've come with this morning. Hallelujah. God is going to touch you this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah.